Welcome to another episode of the Alex Paul Fitness Podcast. Today we dive into the world of yoga with my very flexible guest, Mary Oshner. Thank you so much for being here, Mary. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So I would love to dive right in by going into your background and maybe talking a little bit about your first memories about getting into this whole yoga world and kind of the evolution throughout the years of your personal journey to where you are now, you know, with a community of thousands around the world online and you're kind of the, peer, the person they look up to and to, to learn from. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, my yoga journey has, it is started about seven years ago. So I was working a super high stress job. Um, it was pressure sales kind of thing. And I was working crazy hours and I just knew that that wasn't sustainable. And I kind of didn't even realize how much stress I was under until I started practicing yoga. So I left that job. Um, I had found another job that was just had a little bit more life balance to begin with. So that was kind of my first step into like that wellness direction. And then from there, I was like, all right, now that I have this normal schedule, I'm going to sign up for like a workout class. Like what's a cool thing to do? I signed up for Zumba and I signed up for yoga and I've never did yoga before in my life. So how old were you? I, um, so let's see, this was probably was about seven years. So I was like in my early twenties when I, um, when I started and kind of found it, I wish I would have found it back in college because my goodness, the, the, uh, so much stress from school and exams and working and all that stuff. Like I wish I would have found it then, but I didn't find it until I was like, yeah, kind of like my early twenties at some point. I don't remember exactly how old I was. Um, but yeah, so I signed up for this class. I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. Like I used to dance and I was a cheerleader in high school. So I kind of had that like movement style of exercise, you know, past or whatever. But, you know, so I, I signed up for this yoga class and it was just a beginner class in a gym. There were all ages there. Um, you know, it was very kind of informal, not at a fancy studio or anything like that. But it was incredible how much stress and tension that I was carrying on my day-to-day -day basis that I didn't even realize. And that's what hooked me is it felt like, I always like to describe it. It felt like I was putting glasses on for the first time. Like you kind of don't realize your eyesight's getting bad until you put glasses on. You're like, oh shit, like I can see everything. And like, that's kind of how I felt. I was so stressed and worried and just anxious on a daily basis. And I didn't even know that that wasn't normal. That was my normal. So, so that's what really hooked me. And then from there, it was just this progression of like, okay, this is really awesome. And like, you know, I'm feeling better in my body and I actually look forward to working out and I don't dread working out, which was kind of, how it used to be before that. And, you know, and it was very, a, a very physical practice. Like I, I kind of went to it as a workout versus the mental side of things, but the, the mental side is what really hooked me. And so I started just exploring different classes, different studios locally. I was like, this is really cool. I dig this. It's kind of like dance, but it's like a good workout. I feel really good mentally when I'm finished. And I, this was kind of around the time when Instagram started and I started finding and following some of these yogis out there and was just so inspired, so blown away. Um, in 2013, I decided to go to a yoga retreat with my favorite yogi, who's Rachel Braithen. Her, she's yoga girl on Instagram. Um, she has millions of followers, as she should, because she's amazing. And I went to Aruba to her yoga retreat. And that was a big turning point for me because that was when I realized yo, this is real. Like people are making a career out of this. Like there are so many of these like-minded people from all over the world joining me here. And this is a real thing. Like this is a real lifestyle. So that was when that seed was planted for me. Um, you know, flash forward a few more years, I decided to sign up for a yoga teacher training program, a 200 hour. Um, I did my teacher training I started teaching kind of one day a week. I was just working now a much better job, but just a regular full-time job at an office. Um, and I was teaching, you know, one day a week and kind of whenever anyone would be like, hey, want to teach yoga? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, you know, it was very casual to begin, but that was when I really decided, you know, I want to make this a bigger part of my life. And I'm seeing all this potential with online, you know, with, you know, social media growing and becoming just literally a part of our daily lives knowing and appreciating how my own practice has transformed over those years, you know, what kind of went from this, 
you know, just workout class to like, this is a lifestyle, you know, it's not just the practice on your mat, but it's the practice off of your mat and the ways that it improved my life, my relationship with myself, my relationship with others. I was like, more people need this and I want to inspire people. So, you know, while I was still working, I started a couple different blogs that just kind of fizzled out and I, um, you know, tried to figure out ways to like post classes and nothing was just really resonating. And then this past year, I finally decided, you know what, I'm going for it. Like, I'm going to make this a full-time thing. I saved my money. I planned for it. You know, I talked to my husband about it and he completely supported me. And this past summer, I quit my job and then just devoted my full-time efforts to teaching more yoga and learning and perfecting that skill and then growing my online audience. So how can I teach people anywhere in the world how to do more yoga? And so Instagram is such a great platform for that. And so I just devoted tons of time into that, creating my tutorials. And, and that's where we are today. You know, today, um, last week, we launched my yoga app, which is another way for people to uh, do yoga and kind of like uh, in a way that fits their lifestyle in any way. You know, they can do it at home. They can do it at the gym. They can do it, you know, on their lunch break or whatever. Um, and just continuing to grow in that, in that pursuit of teaching more and more people how to do yoga, how to get started and kind of breaking down any barriers. If they're like, I can't do it because of I'm not flexible or I don't know what the poses are, or I don't know, I'm not a yogi. That's just not my thing. It's like, but maybe it is your thing. And I'm kind of that person that likes to give them that little nudge in that direction. So yeah. in a nutshell, those past like seven years, <laughs> you know, that's, that's what has brought me to today. And here we are. And I am so thankful. It's really cool timing because I found you through Instagram also. And awesome. <laughs> um, and reached out to try to schedule this podcast. And I think in the next two or three days after that, I saw you launch the app. Mm -hmm. And I've already tried it a couple of times this past week and, and love it. Really love how simple it is. How, Thank you. Good. Uh, a lot of apps you open up and it's messy and there's, uh, all sorts of uh, notifications and all sorts of things you got to do. And this is really, you've boiled it down to the basics and it's so easy to follow along. And like you said, whatever level you're at. Um, so definitely I think people should, should check that out on, on the app store. You're on the Apple store, right? Yeah. Right now we just have like the Apple iOS version. We are definitely coming out with an Android version. That's, I literally, <laughs> I'm telling the guys every day, I'm like, we need that Android version. And so it's happening. It's definitely happening. And then on top of that, yeah, we'll be adding loads more classes, more series. Um, but I really like what you said. And it makes me so happy is like, you kind of boil it down to the basics. And like that has kind of become my mission is like, there are so many fancy flexible yoga things you can do bending backwards but bringing your leg behind your head you know all splits all these crazy things you see but what my major goal is is to make it accessible for everyone and and boil it down to like okay these are the basic things you need to get started because it can be overwhelming and especially when you see all these crazy things you're like i can't do that like i'll never do that and, and maybe you won't do that for a long time, or maybe your body was never meant to do something, you know, very intense or very flexible or, you know, whatever. But there's so much more that I think kind of gets overlooked by a lot of people, those basics. And it's, it's like, it doesn't need to be that complicated for you to get started. So I'm glad to hear that the app resonated with you that way, because that's what I want to make it just so simple and straightforward. Like, this is where you start. You don't have to touch your toes. You don't have to even own a yoga mat for some of it. Like it, it's just start moving, start breathing. Those bare bone basics that are so important and can sometimes be overlooked. Yeah. So Mary Oshner yoga is what they would type in everyone listening if they want to download. Yeah, app. actually you can just type in Mary yoga. <laughs> you don't have to spell my crazy last name to, to find it. So yeah, if you just go to the app store and search for Mary yoga, it'll pop right up. You know what's actually my favorite part? Hmm. Noon every day, notification, it's yoga time. Yeah. <laughs> I actually forget every day and then get it at noon. I'm like, yeah, you're right, Mary, it is. Yep, that's cool. awesome. That's awesome. So how is that process like creating the app? So yeah, the app, the app creation process has been very, uh, very interesting. And it's kind of funny. It's just like, you know how people say like, 
once you decide something like the universe or like the world will start to conspire and like make things happen the way they need to and like just trust the process like keep taking those steps forward so this whole app process has literally been such proof of that quote being true or whatever that quote is um because i so like i said i quit my job last summer and i was like all right i know i want to teach people how to do yoga. I know I want to do it on the internet, but I don't really know how, but I know I'm going to do it. Like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to build this online yoga business is what I kept calling it. My online yoga business. Okay. So I'm creating these, I'm creating all these Instagram tutorials every single day, breaking things down into little pieces and just teaching yoga to people um, through Instagram. And I ended up getting a message um, from these developers random blind message was just like, Hey, really love your yoga content. Um, have you ever thought of creating a yoga app? And I was like, huh, a yoga app. That sounds awesome. Like I have, my sister-in-law has an app too for fitness. She does like gym workouts and stuff. And so I, you know, I knew she was doing something similar and it, she enjoyed it and it was like going really well for her. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's do that. Like, that sounds kind of interesting. So I set up a call with these guys. They're from San Francisco. Um, and I'm from Michigan. So they're like not local to me at all, like just the other side of the United States. And we ended up getting together um, just on like uh, Google Hangouts or FaceTime or whatever. And um, yeah, just I met these guys, you know, we talked for a few months, just kind of hashing out ideas, hashing out like what our goals were and like what we're trying to accomplish. And um, it just made a lot of sense. It felt really right in my guts. Like I just knew, like, I'm like, I really dig these guys. We have a similar mission. Like they're not just trying to like hustle and make money. Like they really want to help improve the world by sharing more health, sharing more wellness. And I'm like, awesome. That's like right up my alley. Like obviously, you know, things need, you need to make a living, but on the other hand, it's like, there's that fulfillment and that purpose that you need to, you know, it's not, yeah, money doesn't just buy happiness. Like there needs to be more. That's a very empty happiness if that's all you have. So I like really resonated with these guys. And I'm like, all right. And yeah, they, um, so they're the ones that are designing all of the, the, um, kind of like tech side of the app. And, um, I'm coming from like the content side. So like bringing the content, bringing the structure, you know, how, what kind of classes are we going to be creating? Um, and then obviously the promotion side of it. Um, and yeah, it's just been a very big process of like, um, learning curve in some ways because I've never made videos you know it's one thing to make a little cute instagram video and it has some music in the background and i'm not like talking or anything but to create like a, a video that you can actually follow along with and you can like hear what i'm saying well and it's not echoey and the lighting's good and it's like there was that whole learning curve through that where you know there were some days that i was like on the top of the world like this is so cool. Like my dreams are coming true. And then there's these other days where I'm just like head on the table, like crying, like, I don't know how to do this. Why am I doing this? And you know, so it's just, it has been such a journey and it does. It's like, it brings me back to the two things of like, trust where you are in your process. And even if you don't know exactly where you're headed or exactly how it's going to look, just know that it will work out if you keep showing up every day, if you keep putting in the work and putting in the practice and you don't give up, you know, because shit, hard things like that stuff happens no matter what you're doing. And especially in entrepreneurship, I'm learning very quickly. So to be able to just like stay true to that, you know, again, it's easier said than done at times, but because we've been able to stick through it, like now to have this app that I can actually go on my phone and see and use and practice along with and then see other people using it. And it's like, I'm so glad I didn't give up when things got hard because it's, it's kind of easy to do that. You know, I've never done this before. I've never created video content, you know, on a mass scale. I've never built an app or promoted an app before. And so it's been very interesting, you know, getting feedback, you know, we had test feedback groups. And so sometimes we would get feedback on our first initial videos and some of it wasn't nice and some of it was very, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I worked so hard at this and you think it sucks and you think my voice is terrible. And it's like, Oh, but those are the things that suck initially. But if you're able to look at it from that perspective of like, all right, how can I grow from this? And how can I, you know, make now, okay. Yeah. It sucks to hear that, but thank God I heard it now. I'd rather hear that now from someone instead of like, once the app is released, um, you know, it's been very, you know, just a lot of learning, a lot of personal growth. Um, 
and a lot of like trusting my gut and just saying like, sometimes you just got to go for it and it's not going to be perfect and it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, you just keep improving, keep improving, keep improving as you go on. So yeah. it's been a wild ride, but I love it. <laughs> I got to say this newest version, you killed it. The Thank guided, you. <laughs> the guided yoga sessions are amazing. Your voice Thank is cool. you. not awful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so earlier you were mentioning when you were making the transition from the stressful job to a less stressful job and, and into the yoga world, you were kind of right away amazed by the stress alleviating benefits, I guess, of mm -hmm. yoga in general. And then you were talking about, you know, not only on the mat, but off the mat, practicing um, everything involved with the whole yoga um, kind of methodology. I don't know how you would word it. Yeah, exactly. I kind of, I kind of word it just like yoga lifestyle, mm -hmm. like yoga, yeah, kind of cool. taking these things like, yeah, you show up to your physical and we don't need to go super deep into this, but there's so much more to yoga than just the poses. The poses are one piece of the huge yoga practice, you know, that, that we like learn about in our yoga teacher training. Yes. And so there are, yeah, there is so much more than just the physical practice that you do on your mat with the yoga poses. You know, that's a very important piece and probably the most popular piece for a lot of us in this like, you know, Western culture, but. That's what I was going to um, say. Most people probably think of the physical maybe think of the flexibility or mm -hmm. lack thereof for some people. Maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's a hurdle for someone to even start. So mm -hmm. how can we talk about the, the lifestyle part of it and how you put it together? We can get into the, the physical aspects later, but more the, you know, the, the stress yeah. lifestyle. How would you, you know, talk about that? Yeah. So, so there are, there are a lot of things. The first thing that I personally noticed in my practice was the ability to slow down, choose to de-stress mm. and just be present. So I learned very quickly and I'm talking like first yoga class. And I don't know if it was just like the timing of my life or whatever, but it just hit me at such a good spot where I was extremely stressed on a regular basis. Kind of at this point, I, I had left this job. So I wasn't necessarily dealing, but I was dealing with like getting a new job, job hunting. Um, you know, so I was still kind of like wound up, if you will, um, just from my lifestyle. Like that's just how my day to day was. It was very just tense and high stress and worry and like constant go, 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 which I think a lot of us can relate to. And so in my yoga class, the teacher was like, you know, just sit down, feel your body connecting to the mat into the ground beneath you, you know, take a really deep breath in and let all the air out, let it go. And, and, and she kind of talked us through this, just a mini guided kind of meditation, if you will, breathing exercise. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I did not realize, you know, she's like, relax your shoulders. I'm like, why are my shoulders up by my ears? That's just how I live. This is what I, my body's like. And, you know, so she kind of just did all these beautiful cues that just like relaxed me. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like I am just so tense and tight and stressed on a daily basis. Like it doesn't have to be like that. And I felt just so relaxed by the end that I was like, okay, I need more of it. So there, so there's that aspect of it, that just like that ability to choose to slow down, to be present with your breath, you know, we're, we're breathing all the time. You know, obviously we need our breath to live for life and, you know, but we take it for granted. I mean, when was the last time you paid attention to your breath? Probably for most of us, not very often, you know, for me, I do it all the time because I'm a yoga teacher, but, um, you know, so learning to kind of, you know, it, there's going to always be a million things going on around you, but being able to connect to like this moment and pay attention and feel this breath in and this breath out you know, was a big kind of stress reliever, just relax, you know, I'm a super emotional person. And I'm kind of, you know, for a long time was just a roller coaster. And it helped me, you know, so now like off of my mat, you know, in work, when someone would like confront me or like, you did this wrong, or, you know, kind of, you know, get mad at me about whatever. Instead of that gut reaction of like, F you, it turned into a reaction of take a breath in, take a breath out, and then respond. Mm. And so that was, that was a big like 
real thing that I started doing and I started noticing. It wasn't even just, you know, my relationships with my coworkers, um, you know, my relationships with, you know, my boss or like, you know, I was a manager at this company that I worked for. Um, you know, we'd get in these heated meetings sometimes. And so instead of letting that anxiety and that stress build up, I was able to kind of slow it down and then come to the table with a clear mind and could give some more, you know, constructive feedback. It changed my relationship with my, you know, boyfriend at the time, husband now, um, you know, he'd say something dumb that would piss me off. And then, you know, instead of like freaking out, ah, F you, you know, I was able to like, whoa, okay, pause chill out a bit. Okay. He probably didn't mean it the way that it maybe came out or maybe are you being sensitive? Like it kind of gave me that space in my mind to like reevaluate what was happening around me. And then I was able to like choose to react in a more productive way versus like that in that like kind of like gut, like, you know, raw reaction. Like yeah. instead of that, I was able to like take a step back and then kind of like react in a better way. So it helped in my relationships. It also has helped with just my relationship with myself. So, you know, anytime you start something like it's hard to be a beginner at anything. Like we don't like to be beginners. The older you get, you're like, I kind of like to just do the things I know I'm good at, the things I'm familiar with. Um, and so to kind of like come to this place, like even though I had like the physical background of like dance and cheerleading, you know, so I was more flexible than the average person maybe um, because of those things, but still coming to the map and like, whoa, I've never put my body in this shape before. Oh, I've never balanced that way. Or whoa, you know, fall out of something 20 times. Like it can be humbling. And so learning to appreciate the things I can do and appreciate the things I can't do by saying like, all right, this is what I'm working towards. Like you have this thing that you're working towards. And even though it's not only about like, I got to do a handstand. I got to do the splits. I got to do these crazy back bends. It's like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there in time, trusting the journey, but also being able to just appreciate where you're at, appreciate how far you've come. And, and doing that on the mat has then taught me how to appreciate those things. You know, when I have this goal, like, I really want to start a yoga business, but like, what am I going to do? And it's like, all right, don't get frustrated that you're not there at that end goal yet, but appreciate where you are and then start working, start putting in the practice, start doing the work and putting the work in because that's the only way that you're really going to start seeing some of that results, whether it's a yoga pose, whether it's a goal you're working towards, whether it's a relationship, you know, you have to put in that work. It's not just going to happen. And so, um, those are some of the major things that has helped me, you know, kind of like lessons I've learned from my yoga practice. Um, and then there's one thing that if there are, if there is anyone that's listening, it's like, Oh yeah, I'd love to learn more about yoga the next thing that I would recommend people start to look into are the yamas and the niyamas. And those are, um, you know, in the yoga world, those are ways of living your life and then ways of connecting to yourself on a deeper level. And it kind of puts you in check a little bit, you know, how are you treating those around you and the world around you and the situations around you? And then how are you treating yourself? You know, how do you talk to yourself? Are you taking care of yourself physically? Are you eating healthy foods? Are you getting good sleep? Are you, you know, being, are you constantly reflecting? Are you growing? Are you, you know, are you doing these things? And that kind of puts you in check. And so that is a big, um, a big area that I would say, um, that helped kind of, again, take that practice from the mat into your regular life. Right. That's very cool. Well, that leads me to a, a new segment of the podcast called All right. from my sister, Elise. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And she has three questions specifically for you. Okay. So question one, how do you clear all your thoughts? Well, I would love to tell you if I could do that myself. <laughs> um, I would say that, you know, I, especially that kind of comes into more of like the meditation side of practice. Mm. Um, which is something that I am personally working on myself. So I am no expert here. Um, I'm definitely still more on the student side of it. Um, but there are a couple of ways that I will say that I have found very helpful for kind of, you know, I don't know, I don't want to say you can never clear all of your thoughts, but it's very hard for people to clear all of their thoughts. Um, what you can get better at doing is kind of staying focused towards one thing and or kind of creating more space between thoughts if that makes sense. Mm. 
So there are a couple things that I would recommend someone who is kind of starting new at this. Um, and my tip number one is download some uh, just like mindful or not mindful, but guided meditations. When you're starting, it's very hard. Again, and I speak from just my personal experience and I'm not an expert here. It's very hard to just sit and I'm going to, you know, meditate right now and just turn your mind off. That's not an easy thing to do. Um, so in, when you're getting started, if you have someone guiding you, um, and you can look these up on, there's different podcasts with guided meditations on YouTube. You can find some stuff. There are some apps like Calm and Headspace, um, that have free trials and they also have subscriptions. Um, but those are some things, uh, that you can do to kind of help guide you there. And it's just like a practice like anything else. So it's going to feel kind of clunky and wonky in the beginning, and you'll get better and better at it the more you do it. The second tip that I would give is, is, <clears throat> is to move first. So that is what the asana or the pose practice of yoga is for, is to help kind of work the body head to toe so that you're in a good place to sit and pause and meditate and reflect on these thoughts and these feelings that you're having. Um, so move, whether that, you know, I obviously highly recommend yoga, but maybe yoga is not your thing. Find whatever movement is your thing, whether it's dancing, whether it's walking, whether it's playing a sport, whatever. Um, but kind of move the body and then give yourself that space after the movement to pause and sit in a comfortable way. Um, and just be present with your body. Um, and so, which leads me to tip number three, which would be, um, focusing on your breath. So now you're kind of getting used to this meditation. You've done a couple guided meditations. You've moved um, your body physically. So now you're going to get into a comfortable seat and just focus on the inhale, filling, you know, the, your lungs expanding, you're filling your body with air and then focus on the exhale and visualize that air leaving your body. And then just do that over and over, set your timer, you know, on your phone or whatever for five, 10 minutes or however long you want to meditate for. And just kind of focus on that, that pace of the inhale and the exhale. And as thoughts pop into your brain, that's okay. They will, you know, for a lot of us, yeah. just let it go, you know, on your exhale, let it go. And just kind of see, you know, and again, practice, the longer you do that, the better you'll get at kind of clearing your mind, being present in your body instead of letting your mind just kind of run the show all the time like it does in most of our waking hours. And are you doing this during your yoga practice also? Um, yes and no. So um, there are some classes. So like I, if you check out my Instagram, um, one sequence that I highly recommend is like a sun salute A. Um, and so that's just a series of poses. And when I, when I get into like a repetitive physical practice. So like we're, let's say I'm going to like, I'm going to come to my mat and I'm going to do, do 10 sun salute A's. And then I just let my body get into that flow. And so, yes, I'm moving and I'm focusing on my breath because a sun salute A has like one breath, one movement. So it's a very steady pattern and it's a slow breath. It doesn't have to be a fast, you know, practice. Um, but when I find that I'm doing something very repetitive like that, yeah, I'm able to really sink in and I'm able to really just like get into that zone of like flow. Like, I guess that's what I call it. Like just this flow state of like, I'm not really thinking about what poses next because I've done them so many times. And, you know, so again, the first few times you're going to flow through it, you're gonna have to like pay attention. Like, what am I doing next? What am I doing next? But you'll learn it. It's not that hard. And, and yeah, that is actually a really um, cool way to kind of get into that chill yeah. state of mind, like where you're just moving and breathing. Um, you know, but then there's also the other side of it where like, let's just say I'm in more of like a power class. So this is like a harder class and I'm holding some more challenging poses. And when you're holding a pose and you're breathing and you have to be present, like that's where you are, that's where you're going to be. That's, that's when it gets challenging. That's when those like thoughts start to pop in your head. Like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you doing this? This is so hard. Oh my gosh. Like how long are we going to have to stay here for and then you get that practice of like, all right, thoughts, I see you there, but boom, letting you go because I'm just letting myself stay in this warrior two, you know, my thighs shaking, but I'm choosing to be here and I'm choosing to be present. And that is, again, it, it makes that practice easier or that act of doing that, of choosing to be present easier when you are just sitting 
and you are just, you know, doing your, you know, what you, you'd kind of think of as like a meditative practice. Um, it makes it a little bit easier for you to kind of push through those thoughts yeah. when they pop up. That's a very cool tip. Nice. Thanks. Her second question. <laughs> How long did it take you to progress to next level positions? So that is like a very common question that I get from people on Instagram, you know, like how long until I can do the splits? And I'm like, well, you know, it's going to be different for everyone. So, you know, there's not, I can't say like, yeah, two weeks and you're good. Like you'll be able to move up to the next level. It's like, no, it's going to be different for everyone and everybody is different, but the things that will make you progress quicker. So if you're trying to get like a quick result, um, is consistency and putting the work in. So, you know, you can't just wish your way into being able to do the splits, for example. But if you want to do the splits and you say like, okay, I'm going to practice every day for 20 minutes or whatever, I'm going to do my stretches and I'm going to work on it, you know, every day. Or obviously if you like need to take a break because sometimes you don't want to like overdo your muscles either. Um, but consistently putting in the practice, um, that will be the quickest way for you to see results. So if you, you know, let's just say you're like, I'm going to start doing yoga now and I want to get really good. And you start going to one class a week. All right. It's going to take you a lot longer to get better at yoga than if you go to two classes a week right. or three or four or five, you get it. Um, the biggest, the biggest improvement I saw in my own personal practice was when I started practicing every single day. And I don't mean like a kick your ass sweaty practice every single day, but I did stretches or some yoga poses every single day. And sometimes it was five minutes a day. Sometimes it was 20 minutes a day. I'd say 15 to 20 minutes is probably more my average. Um, sometimes it was an hour. I mean, obviously I teach yoga, so I go to yoga classes too. Um, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming, but practice as often as you can um, and, and stay with it. You know, don't let a week go by, two weeks go by and beyond, you know, cause then it's, you know, you're going to kind of start back where you started and, and you'll get there again. Yeah. But the more you stick with it, um, when I was in my yoga teacher training and, and then after that I joined a group where we practiced yoga every single day, we kind of all committed to doing that. And that was when I saw by far the most improvement in my physical practice and mental practice by far. Right. Um, so yeah. Cool. Last question from Elise, and remember, this is from her brain and not mine. <laughs> Have you ever farted in a yoga class? <laughs> so that is so funny. Um, not in a class, <laughs> but I have in practice before. Absolutely. Um, which is so funny to me. And it is like, and it happens like as I teach, I kind of, I feel like I see everything. Um, it happens. And you know what? We're all humans, right? We're all human here. It happens. Hopefully it's a good thing. It means that you're chill, you're relaxed. You're just like letting it all go literally. Um, but that is so funny. Yeah. Never actually in a public class, but I have for sure at times. <laughs> I like that answer. Is it I love it. I'm glad she asked those questions. Right. <laughs> so now back to my questions. All right. <laughs> I know there's a lot of different kinds of yoga. And, you know, there's the hot yoga, non-hot yoga, Bikram yoga. Uh, mm -hmm. I've heard all sorts of, you know, different names. I'm sure I, I only know a fraction of all of them. Um, could you break down some of the, some of the more common ones or, or some of the less common ones that you're kind of more familiar with and what are kind of the differences slash benefits of one versus the other? Sure. Absolutely. So, and I don't, I'll, I'll share with you what I, um, yeah, kind of my experience. I'm sure there's a lot, I mean, there's so many yoga things out there that even I'm not very familiar with. Um, so I would say I'll start with basically like, um, what I see a lot is people will call it like Hatha yoga and mm -hmm. Hatha yoga just means like yoga poses. So all yoga is basically Hatha yoga. Um, but it's, it's kind of, I feel like when I see it, on the internet space, at least a lot of times it's more of like a basic beginner, you know, it's just like basic poses. Um, so that's one word that you'll hear people say. Um, I took my yoga teacher training 
with Iyengar-based yoga, which is alignment-based. And so Iyengar was one of the, you know, kind of people that really brought yoga to the Western world. Um, his book, Light on Yoga, is one that I reference and use all the time. And it's, it's like a reference book. It's like a textbook kind of um, for yoga. And I reference it all the time because he just breaks down all the different poses, how to get into them, um, where your alignment should be. Um, so that was the teacher training that I took because I really wanted like an alignment-based knowledge before I started expanding into the different styles. Mm. Um, right now I teach a vinyasa style of yoga. So a vinyasa is going to be more, it's uh, vinyasa means to like connect poses together in a specific or a special sequence or something okay. like that. Um, so being able to um, sync poses together. So it's kind of more of like a creative dance. That's why I really like it. And that's the style that I like to practice. So instead of doing, you know, warrior one on your right side and then warrior one on your left side and then warrior two on your right side, warrior two on your left side, instead you'd kind of sync them. So you would sync like a warrior one to a warrior two to a triangle pose to a plank to a, you know, whatever. And then now you're doing all these different poses and then you repeat the sequence on the other side and it kind of just flows and you can get creative and like I really like that probably because of my dance background but I love kind of that creativity you're moving with your breath I'm sorry that's a big piece of vinyasa yoga is connecting the movement to the breath being able to like you know inhale for this pose exhale as you move into the next one inhale to you know and you're just you really get that flow state that we kind of talked about earlier um, hot yoga and Bikram yoga. So those are sometimes kind of interchangeable. Um, I, I practice or I teach at a hot yoga studio. Um, my understanding, and I apologize if this is slightly off, um, but my understanding is Bikram yoga is a very specific sequence. So hot yoga could be like, I teach a hot vinyasa class. It means the room is heated and it's a flow class, but I make up and choreograph my own classes. Mm. Bikram is the same series. So if I take a Bikram hot yoga class here in Michigan and then you know go to Florida and take one there it'll be the same sequence okay it's the same every single time same with ashtanga and i've only taken one ashtanga class but ashtanga is a set series of poses um that you go through every single time um anywhere you do it you know so there it doesn't have that creativity but it does have a little bit of that flow because you're flowing through the poses together um Another style that I'm really digging lately has been uh, yin yoga, which is also kind of, um, you can kind of interchange it with like a restorative yoga. So it's going to be, yin is very like long holds, deeper stretches. You know, you'll hold a yoga pose for five minutes, where in a vinyasa class, you're never going to hold a pose for five minutes. You know, right. you're flowing onto the next pose. Um, yin, and then I kind of categorize that in with restorative. I really love because it gives you it puts you into this position and this shape in your physical body, but then it becomes so much more mental, you know, because now you're like, okay, this is deep. Like I'm feeling this in my body, like, whoa, holy smokes. And now you have to kind of get to that peaceful mental state. And it's that practice of getting there, which you might not get quite as much in that vinyasa or, you know, the Bikram or Ashtanga where you're kind of flowing from one to the next. Right. Um, yeah. Yin yoga is one that I want to dive more into now. Also. Yeah. On the physical side and the flexibility side i've heard you know that those five minute stretches those really long stretches that's how you really start making real changes to the muscle to mm -hmm. be able to lengthen them and get more flexible mm -hmm. be interesting yeah yeah it's a really good one and that's one thing too that like again as my practice has kind of transformed over the years you know when i started it was like workout it was like I want yoga to kick my ass. Like I'm here to work out where, yes, that's still very, very important. But now I'm really starting to explore more of like the gentle yoga and like the restorative yoga and the yin where it's like, I'm going to do three poses today in my practice. I'm going to hold them for a lot longer. And I'm just going to let my body like melt and soften into these shapes instead of like the power of just like, go, 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 like chaturanga, lift, hold the leg up. Like, you know, it's like, really intense and like there's there's good for both and like i like you kind of said what are the benefits like yeah with a yin class restorative like you're going to feel much more calm much more relaxed by the end you know a vinyasa class like you're going to feel relaxed in the sense that like 
you just worked your buns off. And like now, you know, it's like now your body's just like, you're giving yourself that gift of rest. Um, you know, but it can be energizing. It can be a really good way for you to kind of like build up that energy within your body. Um, you know, with the heat versus not heat, you know, that's kind of a personal preference for a lot of people. Um, I, I like practicing in both. Um, the, the benefit of having heat is that you're able to kind of build that internal heat in your body quicker. Obviously the room is heated, so you can go a little bit deeper in stretches. On the other hand, you have to be mindful because you don't want to force yourself into a position that your body's not ready for. So, you know, to prevent injury, you just have to be more mindful of your body and making sure that you're truly listening and not just trying to like do what the person next to you is doing because they're laying flat on, you know, in the pose and maybe you're not ready to be there yet. Um, so it kind of adds that element too, but yeah, I mean, the heat is, is really wonderful in a lot of ways. And so is practicing in just a regular room, you know, you'll, you'll build that internal fire. Um, you know, if you kind of flow through some poses or like I said, do like 10 sun salute A's, like, whew, you'll be dead by the end of that, but in a good way, you know, you'll build up that heat. So, um, I'm trying to think those are really the major ones that come to mind for me. I mean, then there's just like, you know, you'll have like a slow flow. So that's just going to be a little bit more of a slower pace between each pose. It's not quite yin, you know, you're not holding these poses forever, but you're also not like boom, 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 going from one pose to the next. Um, love, I love a good like slow flow class. Um, so yeah, those are kind of the major ones that you'll, that you'll see out there. That's one of the great parts about the yoga community on Instagram, too, is that you can see so many people from all different parts of the world doing their own styles. Mm -hmm. and maybe not even, like you said, one of the ones you mentioned, maybe it's just, you know, inventing a new kind of flow and, and you're right. one minute clips and you can try a little bit of everything. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing too, is like, there's no, um, you know, there's, you don't have to like pick one style of yoga and stick with that. Like you do a mix of them. Like there's so much good that comes from all the different styles and it's like, see which one resonates with you for like the part of life you're in. You know, like I said, right now, if you look at my yoga practice, like if you're a fly on the wall, you're going to see a much more chill, restorative kind of deeper stretches, kind of more um, mindful of my alignment versus like, you know, a couple years ago, it would be much more power. Like I'd crank the music up, you know, I'm sweating. I'm like, you know, kicking my own ass. And it's like, you know, there are two totally, there's nothing wrong, right or wrong with, you know, one or the other. It's like, you just, you need to see kind of what your body's craving. And, you know, there are days now where I'm like, I don't, where I just, I'm like, I need some power. Like I'm going to do something really powerful. And there's days where I'm like, I need to unwind a little bit. Like I'm going to just do, you know, legs up the wall and just rest and, you know, let my body and my mind just take a chill pill for a little bit. So yeah. I think it's good. To, and like, yeah. And, and that's what makes me so happy too. And I love, I love the yoga community on Instagram. Like it is the best. It's really and, cool. It seems like yeah. one of the more tight knit communities and sharing and, and uh, you know, rooting for each other. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it is in, in even just like, you know, when I kind of first got started with this yoga journey myself, you know, kind of putting yourself out there, like it's kind of scary, especially when you first start and you're like, what are people going to say? Like, what are people going to think? And like, even like, not even just like the influencers of the yoga community who are incredible, at least the ones I've interacted with so far. Um, but the people are so freaking awesome. And like, it's really rare to get like a mean or a truly like just someone who's like just out to troll, you know what I'm saying? Which I was kind of nervous about. Cause like yeah. it is, it's hard to put yourself out there and like my practice isn't perfect. And like, there are sometimes poses where I'm like, yeah, you know, this is kind of what you're working towards, but like, I'm still working on that. You know, my, my heels might not go down in a pose where your heels are supposed to go down, but that's okay. Again, it's like, this is where I'm at and this is, you know, but it's, it's refreshing to see people say like, thank you for admitting that instead of people like cracking the whip, like you're supposed to be good at this. Like that's what your job is and your heel, you know, it's like, I don't get much of that. So it's really, I'm really thankful. And it is a really good supportive just got a lot of good people out there. And like, that's yeah. the beauty of social media is like, you're able to connect with people that you maybe never would have connected with before. Um, and yeah, it opened your eyes to like all that's out there. You know, if you're trying to get 
started in yoga, like, you know, maybe you'll love my videos. Maybe you'll really vibe with them. Or maybe you're like, eh, not really my style, but there's going to be someone else's style out there that you're like, I don't vibe with her, but I really dig her videos. And it's like, that's so cool that there's literally something for everyone out there. So yeah, that's very cool. Love it. You talk a lot about the yoga journey. Mm -hmm. So to the people listening who maybe just started or, or haven't started, but they're thinking about it, how would you kind of sum up the yoga journey? And obviously you're, you're all for someone jumping in. Yeah. Someone who's, you know, not, not at the level to, to feel comfortable yet, just because they're um, not at that level of experience. You know, what would you say to them? Yeah. Um, the biggest thing is like, I, I totally get it. Like it's very scary and can be very intimidating to start something new that you're not used to doing. You're not familiar with doing like none of us want to look stupid or silly. And so I think going into it with an open mind. Um, this is something that I remind a lot of my yoga students, um, that I teach in person, um, is like letting go of what your expectations of what things should look like or should be. And just being where you are. And I, I say that, I do realize that that can sometimes be easier said than done for a lot of people. Um, but I promise that the more you do it and the more you show up, the easier it gets, the easier it becomes. And you're a beginner. You don't need to know the right thing. Let the teacher show you. That's, that's our job. So let put that on us. You know, we should be the ones guiding you. Um, but it's okay to not do things perfectly. I've been practicing for over seven years and I can't do things perfectly still. Like it's not, it's not a goal and it's not a practice of perfection. It's instead, especially when you're starting, it's more better to focus on just showing up and just meeting yourself where you are, pushing yourself to do the very best you can do, but your personal best not the best of the person next to you or best of the, the teacher's doing or best of that lady that's in a handstand when everyone else is standing on two feet, like meet the practice where you are today. And that is exactly where you need to be. Like, don't try to be anywhere else. Don't force yourself physically into a position you're not ready for. Don't force your brain into thinking you should be in that position. Cause no, 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 no. You just need to move and breathe maybe smile a little bit, <laughs> you know, enjoy and have fun with it and kind of come at it with that beginner mindset of like, it's not going to be perfect. And that's okay. I'm not here to be perfect. I'm here to do yoga. And the yoga practice is for you. That yoga journey is not someone else's yoga journey. It's your yoga journey. Um, and again, the more you show up, the more you put the work in, the better you will become. And I think like, and that's what I tell a lot of my students too you will amaze yourself by the things that you're capable of doing if you keep showing up. And that's not even just yoga. That's, I mean, I, it's for me, it's for yoga because I'm teaching yoga students, but that's for life. That's for businesses. That's for relationships. That's for everything. You will amaze yourself if you stay focused and keep showing up and putting in the work. And I'm a living example of that because there are times where I'm like, I, I kept showing up every single day and I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I've come this far. Like, this is crazy. But it's because I was dedicated and I didn't give up when I wanted to give up. And I didn't say like, oh, well, that person is so much better than me or that person has more followers than me or like that person's heels go down in the pose and mine don't and I can't do that back bend. And it's like, uh-uh, if you get caught up in that kind of mindset, you're never going to get anywhere. Like, you just need to stay focused on where you are keep taking steps in the right direction, wherever you're headed, know where you're headed. That's another good one. <laughs> know where you're headed. And, and yeah, that, that yoga journey, quote unquote yoga journey, um, can be a journey for anything. But if, if you keep showing up, you will get there and, and it's going to be a little different for everyone. That's amazing advice. And the great thing about Instagram now is that, you know, if you are feeling a little uncomfortable of going to a class and they don't want to look silly or something you could do it you could follow someone like yourself from home and you could do it you know uh solo yeah absolutely and like that's really like i said that's where i've kind of i've kind of niched my focus down into um beginner yoga you know that's where i feel like i really specialize i will give you the tools that you need to kind of come to your practice exactly as you are and again you don't need to touch your toes you don't need to be able to do all these crazy things I'll show you what to do instead because there's always ways to modify. 
And there's always ways to break something down into a smaller piece until you're ready to move to the next piece. And then again, move to the next piece and keep growing. And before you know it, you're touching your toes. Before you know it, you're doing a headstand. Before you know it, you're in the splits. Like it'll happen, but it's not going to happen overnight, unfortunately. (laughs) And you know, it's going to, and it it does, it takes time, but it's, yeah, if you're interested in starting yoga, I want to chat with you, you know, send me a message, send me a comment. Um, You know, I can point you in the right direction because I've got loads of tutorials for that kind of stuff um, on my page because that is exactly what I want to do. Like I realize it can be scary and I want to make it less scary. I kind of want to show you what's behind the curtain. Like, Hey, there's all these other things you can do. If you can't do that crazy hard thing, like there is something for you and you'll still get the same benefits from it. So just get started. (laughs) That's what's awesome with what you're doing is that you're not only educational, you're also motivational. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I mean, I learned a lot from uh, this talk and I'm sure a lot of people at home did too. So how, what's the best way for people to either send you a message or, or follow along with what you're doing? Obviously they can get the Mary Yoga app um, and follow you on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram is by far going to be the best way to, to get in touch with me. Um, and I'll spell my name because it is a little bit hard to spell. So on Instagram, it's at M-A-R-Y-O-C-H-S-N-E-R. So it's Mary Oshner. Um, and yeah, send me a message, send me a comment. Um, I really do my best to respond to every single one. Um, and I just want to keep, you know, I'm really trying to cultivate a good community and a good um, relationship with each and every one of you that, you know, really wants to start doing yoga. And I want to make it possible for you. And I, you know, at this point have built up a ton of content, but also am posting almost daily. Um, so you'll get lots of yoga love if you kind of check out my page. And then of course, yeah, the app is right now in the app store soon into the Android store as well, or Google play store, whatever it's called. Um, and that is, yeah, the Mary Oshner app. And so that will have, um, just classes that you can follow along with. And they kind of range from like five minutes to 20 minutes. So something you can just sneak into your day, uh, whenever you have some time. And yeah, it's like having a little, yoga teacher right in your pocket here to teach you yoga whenever you want. That's a great way to describe it. (laughs) It's like a little me. Hi, I'll teach you whenever. (laughs) Well, thank you for taking the time. Thank you to everyone for listening. Hopefully we got a a lot more people into the yoga world now. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll talk to uh, all of you guys on the next episode. So bye for now. See ya.